All right, welcome to week two of the My Other Car. Whoa, 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 whoa. We only got one comment about the name. That was from a marketing expert. She told us it's a bad name and you should feel bad. Fine. We're still looking for a permanent name. So for now, you're listening to week two of the Helped Podcast. <clears throat> My Other Car is a tech support organization. All right, so we received a lot of feedback. Thank you to everyone who reached out. You can find us through the website, gethelped.com, or social media like LinkedIn or Twitter at GetHelped. The website's changed a lot in the past week thanks to all that feedback. So if you haven't visited recently, go check it out. And one piece of feedback was how great the podcast is, or at least how great it was that it was really short. So we're going to commit to you now, keeping this thing under 10 minutes every week. And in other news... We have some new podcast equipment, so this episode should sound totally rad. Yeah, shout out to Alex, our audio production expert. Okay, let's get started. Today's topic is outsourcing. When you're thinking of outsourcing, you need to ask yourself these four questions. One, is it core to my business? Two, will it give me a differentiator or competitive advantage? Three, what is the cost in time and money of managing this internally? And four, what are my standards and how can I know an outsource solution will maintain those? Alex is a great example of outsourcing, so let's use ourselves as an example. David, is podcasting part of our core business? Absolutely not. We wasted hours researching this stuff when we had more important things to focus on. I was glad we were able to find an expert to help, so we didn't need to waste that time. And is there a differentiator, a competitive advantage? Yeah. I mean, we know we got the best equipment our money could buy. What would it have cost to figure this out ourselves? Well, I mean, we're, we're smart and techie, but the number of options out there is insane. You know, we spent hours and hours looking into this, and we could have spent another month doing the same. And at the end, we might have still gotten it wrong. Plus, when we went with Alex, you know, he made sure we got good value in what we bought. And what our, are our standards? How did we know that working with Alex would meet that standard? That's a good question. I mean, we don't know podcasting. But we do know what good sounds like. We wouldn't publish an episode that is difficult to listen to. That first one was right on the edge. With Alex, you know, he's got that background, the audio engineering degree from a prestigious university. And as we talked, we were able to find out that he was expert because he told us about similar choices that he'd made in his decades of doing this in the past. So by trusting his guidance, we were able to deliver the better quality sound on our podcast. Quality sound, maybe, but quality content's another story. Maybe Alex knows a writer. <laughs> All right. So, so that scenario fits. But let's turn this around a little bit. You know, podcasting is one thing, but real-life business decisions are another. When you were in Europe, you outsourced your support to my global team. Let's have you answer the four questions in the context of that decision. And first, you know, was tech support core to your business? Well, we were a small team focused on growing our sales and productions. Maintaining customers was key to that growth, but I needed to focus on our proactive strategy. I really hoped you would take care of all the inbound support, so I wouldn't have to. Two, what the f does that mean, hoped? It was important to us. We needed people locally to support not just the time zone, but the languages. Okay, fine. Real second. Was there a differentiator? Absolutely. Originally, we had a customer support team that tried to handle the technical questions. They weren't very experienced. They weren't very technical. So when we turned the technical stuff over to your team, suddenly our global group had access to reservoirs of knowledge, yourself included. Okay. I'm a little less mad about the hoped 
Now, third, what was the cost in time and money if you'd managed that internally? Like I said, I didn't want to have to think about it. The biggest cost was the time drain. I guess I could have hired a tech support manager, but we also didn't need as many heads with your team coming online each afternoon. I mean, we just saved on the headcount. If a customer were to reach out late in the day or, or after hours, we recovered. So what it didn't cost us was our customers. Okay. So fourth, what were your standards? And how did you know they'd be maintained? Our standards were sky high. Like I said, we couldn't afford to lose a customer. If we wanted to grow as quickly as we planned, every customer was key. Now, you had a support agent training program, so I trusted that the team we had would be delivering professional, knowledgeable support. And then you would present analytics each week, so I knew we were staying on track. Okay, you've decided outsourcing might be worthwhile. But those questions aren't always so black and white. You know, what benefits do you look for to help make a final decision? The cost savings and the time savings are the obvious one. Yes, outsourcing will cost something, but you should see some strong ROI. Yeah, I mean, the, the time savings thing seems most important to me. If you can plug and play an expert, you skip the whole ramp up phase that any new employee is going to come with. An expert's the key there. Outsourcing lets you quickly and easily add expertise to your team. Okay, and then, you know, there's that improved offering. Outsourcing should mean whatever you're doing is better, more robust, more flexible, like 24-7 instead of just 40 hours a week. Yeah, a person, an employee, will get sick. They'll go on vacation. But if you have an outsourced team, that team's always there. All right, that's about two minutes since we've made a terrible joke. So let's get back to something funny. Give us another tech support gore story. Okay, all right. So here's one that we just heard yesterday from one of our software developers. So a long time ago, uh, the software developer was in tech support, and it was at a really big corporation. And so on this one particular day, they had all gone out to a picnic or some company event except for the software developer. And so it was literally him in the middle of this huge building. So he gets a call just from a regular customer. And as the conversation continues to go, the customer gets more and more upset and, you know, looking for escalation. And so the customer says, hey, you know, let me talk to your manager. And so the software developer says, well, I'm sorry, sir. My manager isn't in right now because they were all at the picnic. So then the guy says, all right, let me talk to their manager. And again, the response was, you know, hey, they're out at this picnic or company event. I'm literally the only person in the building today. So, of course, the guy comes back and says, all right, well, if terrorists took over your building, who would be in charge? And so our software developer said, well, I guess it would be the terrorists. <laughs> all right, we better wrap before the terrorists take over our building. Next time, we'll talk about the importance of a positive customer experience. Awesome. Thanks for listening to the Help Podcast. Vroom, vroom. Vroom.